A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. Peter is analysing false teachers, uh, not so that we can feel uh, complacent or self-righteous, but rather so that we would understand what is really going on in our world, the thing against which God's strongest warnings are presented, against which Jesus presented as the greatest and first of all his warnings to his people. And Peter has told us in verse 10 that false teachers do two things. They justify their wrong action by despising authority. So wherever you find wrongdoing, you will find a despising of God's authority. And today that means the Bible. God's authority comes to us in writing in his word, the written Bible. And so that uh, uh, indulgence in the lust of defiling passion, there are strong sexual overtones to that, um, and it is a kind of characteristic of false teaching that it seeks to legitimize corrupt sexuality. Uh, We see that that is only made possible by the despising of the authority of the word of God. So whenever you find that uh, corruption, you will find that despising. They always go together. Yesterday, we saw how they despised authority. We saw how arrogant and brazenly reckless and egotistical they are in uh, standing above God and defying God. And today, we're going to look at the wrongdoing. It's Thursday, the 11th of February, and I'm going to read 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 13 to 14. Suffering wrong as the wage for their wrongdoing, they count it pleasure to revel in the daytime. They are blots and blemishes, reveling in their deceptions while they feast with you. They have eyes full of adultery, insatiable for sin. They entice unsteady souls. They have hearts trained in greed, accursed children. So we see that uh, Peter has now turned from their despising authority, which now underpins and justifies their wrongdoing. And uh, verse 13 uh, says, they count it pleasure to revel in the daytime. Now that word for revel means to carouse, something that would involve uh, probably uh, drinking too much, getting drunk and misbehaving. But uh, these guys do it in the daytime. And what it means, again, we mustn't think that they are personally doing it themselves, that they are licensing others to do it. They're they're saying it's okay if you do this. That's how they become popular. That's how they get their following. You know, nightclubs are nightclubs for a reason, because often things go on in nightclubs that would not fitly be seen during the day. But these people, according to uh, verse 13, uh, revel in the fact it's in the open. They are open and flagrant, shameless. We might say they are out and proud of uh, the conduct that they are either uh, conducting themselves or advocating and seeking to legitimize and even sanctify for others. And then Peter goes on to describe their effect on Christian fellowships. They are blots and blemishes, he says, reveling in their deceptions while they feast with you. What he's saying there really is that they are disfiguring and staining what is good, tainting and rendering unsavory the entire Christian 
community. They are secretly indulging sin whilst sharing Christian fellowship. Lustful indulgence delights to deck itself in religious garb. And that's what is happening here. Uh, then verse 14 goes on. They have eyes full of adultery, insatiable for sin. That's not immediately obvious what it is, but it's clearly uh, sexual. Adultery is uh, a category of sin uh, that is sexual. And it uh, presents people who are so uh, committed to sin that everything they see turns it into sin in the sense that every person they look at becomes perhaps a, a sex object or becomes somebody they would look at in a way that uh, seeks to corrupt them or to exploit them or to use them but renders them kind of unclean all the time. Everything they see suggests and encourages sins because the eyes through which they are looking has that effect. And their engagement with anything therefore corrupts and pollutes. They have uh, an uncontrollable um, commitment to sin. They are uh, insatiable for sin, as verse 14 says. It means they are addicted to sin. But not only that, verse 14 goes on, they entice unsteady souls. Now that word for entice is, remember, Peter was a fisherman. It's actually a fishing word. It is. It could uh, describe fishing with a lure or with bait. And they are doing it. They are seeking to entrap or capture unsteady souls. Notice, by the way, they are soul stealers. They're not just corrupting uh, human beings. They are stealing their eternal souls, those that are unsteady. Now, unsteady really describes those that are uh, vulnerable, and ignorant, perhaps, and not steeped in the Word of God, unable to um, get the reference points they need to spot the false teaching. And then Peter goes on to describe their inner heart motive. They have hearts trained in greed. So their deepest inner motive is that ruthless, implacable, implacably exploitative search for personal advantage. And that attitude lies at the very core of their beings. And then uh, Peter comes out at the end of verse 14 with the strongest denunciation there is, preparing the way for what we'll start to look at tomorrow in verses 15 and 16. They are, according to Peter, accursed children. That means they are children of the devil. They belong to the devil. They are working for Satan. It's a very terrible list, isn't it? And remember, it's describing those not just who are necessarily doing all these things themselves, but are legitimizing these things in others in order to have a popular following. Tomorrow, we'll come back and see, we'll start to understand the great lesson that Peter has for us in teaching us all this. Loving Heavenly Father, please would you help us to understand, uh, not in a way that's uh, judgmental or self-righteous. We are all sinners and lost but for your grace. But please help us to understand in ways that make us strong and make us stand for the truth and help others and strengthen and purify your church. Please help us in this, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.
A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.